0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the regularly scheduled Planning Commission meeting for Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Mr. Clerk, would you please take the roll? Thank you, Chair Comden.
1: Commissioner Abbey? Here. Commissioner Busa? Here. Commissioner Farley? Here. Commissioner McCarty? Here. Commissioner Zucker? Absent. Commissioner Lockerquist? Absent. And Chair Comden? Five members are present, we do have a quorum.
0: Thank you very much. Okay, let's move on to public communication. This is the time set aside during the committee meetings for members of the public to address the committee on planning related business other than regularly scheduled agenda items. Mr. Clerk, do we have any speakers tonight?
1: We have not received any public communications.
0: Very good. Then we will move on to the consent items, which is the approval of the Planning Commission Uh, meeting minutes from September 27th. Does anyone have any changes, additions, subtractions, multiplication, (laughs) long division? No? All right, do we have a...
2: I'll I'll move to approve the minutes from the September 27th planning commission.
3: And I'll second that.
0: And a second. All right. No further discussion? Let's vote on it.
3: We have a
1: motion on the floor and a second. You may now enter your vote. Waiting on one more vote.
0: I believe it's blue. Blue. Once you've done so, or am I the the one?
1: Yes. All the votes should be entered. <laughs>
0: but if there's an issue, we can. Very good. All right, let's move on to formal items. Project 230265, Stardust Mobile Home Estates. Staff, are we ready?
4: Yes, thank you. Let's go. Item number two is for Stardust Mobile Home Estates. Next slide, please. The 0.2 acre project site is located within the boundaries of the existing Stardust Mobile Home Estates Park, located within the Satikoy area. The currently vacant project site is located at the southeast corner of the Mobile Home Park at the corner of Carlos Street and Stardust Lane. The Stardust Mobile Estates were first developed in 1966 through a conditional use permit. In 1986, the conditional use permit was terminated as a zone change from the R35 to MHP zone was approved for the entirety of the Stardust Mobile Estates site, which replaced the conditions of the conditional use permit with the development standards of the MHP zone. As a result of the zone change, And the mobile estate park being developed prior to the city's adoption of the development standards for the mobile home parks The existing mobile home park does not conform to several requirements of the MHP zone including setbacks and recreation facilities Next slide, please The proposed project consists of two new 4402 square foot mobile home spaces on the approximately 0.2 acre lot The proposal also includes a new 3,480 square foot recreation area to include a barbecue area with seating. Next slide, please. The proposed project complies with all standards of the MHP zone except for lot width, storage facilities for recreational vehicles, setbacks from public streets, and side setbacks for which variances are being requested. Each mobile home space in the MHP zone shall have a minimum average width of 43 feet and the project is requesting a major variance from the standard as the proposed minimum average width of each lot is approximately 39 feet. Per the MHP zone, storage facilities for recreational vehicles shall be provided at a ratio of one storage space for each four mobile home sites. The proposed project is requesting a major variance from the standard as the applicant is stating that there is no demand for recreational vehicle storage within the mobile home park. The project site is currently vacant and was previously used for recreational vehicle and boat storage for the residents, but has remained vacant the past few years as there is no demand for the storage. Additionally, there would be no other space in the mobile home park to provide for the recreational vehicle storage. A minor variance is proposed from the 30-foot setback requirement from Public Streets. The applicant is proposing a 16-foot setback from Carlos Street and a 5-foot setback from Stardust Lane. A minor variance is also being requested from the 15-foot side setback requirement from the property lines of the mobile home park. The applicant is proposing a 5-foot setback instead. Next slide, please. The proposed project will create infill development on an underutilized parcel at the southeast corner of the Stardust Mobile Estates Mobile Home Park. The requested variances from local standards would allow for the project site to be developed in a manner consistent with the existing mobile home park and would allow for the seamless integration of the two newly proposed mobile home spaces. After Planning Commission review, the applicant will also need to submit the proposed project to the State Housing and Community Development Department for review on conformance with their standards for mobile home parks. Therefore, staff recommends the Planning Commission approve the plan development permit, major variances and minor variances as conditioned. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Commissioners, any question of staff? Commissioner McCarty. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Um, may I ask uh, any ex parte communication on this matter? All right. Very good. Continue, Commissioner.
3: Thank you, Erica, for your presentation. Um, there was, I think, at least one public comment received online uh, and this might have been prior to our previously scheduled meeting. The letter was from Colette Dwight with some questions about setbacks and, and how this uh, applied to the proposed um, uh, changes to this area. Can you, can you uh, describe how the concerns by Colette Dwight have been addressed, or what's the, uh, what's the outcome of that?
4: I believe Ms. Dwight's comments were regarding the setbacks um, in terms of the state regulations. Is that correct, Commissioner? Yes. Um, so, as mentioned, the applicant will also need to submit the proposed project to the State Housing and Community Development Department for their review um, and conformance with their standards. Uh, I spoke to the architect, and the architect uh, mentioned that the proposed project does adhere to the state standards as well.
3: Okay, good. Thank you. I just didn't... I was looking for that information specifically, but I didn't see it anywhere, so thank you.
0: Further questions? Commissioner Abby.
5: Hi, Erica, uh, thanks for your presentation. Um, could you go to slide three, the map? I had a question about the side setbacks, since that's one of the variances we're at being asked to consider. Um, that's slide four, let's see, yeah, there we go. So uh, the project site in red, so, it looks like we're being asked to sort of squeeze two spaces in uh, in an area that would normally not fit two, but, but we're reducing setbacks. I was wondering on the right side of the almost square, rectangle, what is that? It looks like it's a home with a pool.
4: That is a single-family residence. It's located outside of the boundaries of the Stardust Mobile Estates Park.
5: Okay. Um, And it looks like they've developed their property up pretty close to the property line as well. Um, Did we receive any correspondence from that resident? Are they concerned at all about uh, the reduction in side setback from 15 to 5 feet?
4: Not to staff's knowledge.
5: Okay. What is um, on the bottom of there, there's, there's a lane. It looks like it's a parking lot. What, do, what does that parking lot belong to? It looks like there's homes across the street.
4: Yes, that's a multifamily residential development to the south, correct?
5: Okay, and have we received any correspondence from anyone in that multifamily development?
4: Not to staff's knowledge.
5: Okay, thank you.
2: Commissioner Busa.
4: Um, Thank you for
2: your presentation. A question regarding the variance setback. Am am I correct to understand that the the variance is needed because the project doesn't conform with our city standards but would conform with California code as regulated by mobile homes? Is that correct?
4: That is correct. Per the applicant, the proposed project adheres to the state regulations.
2: Thank you.
0: Okay. um, Any other questions? All right. I have a question since you have this uh, picture up. Uh, The variance is being requested on which sides of this trapezoid here?
4: So there is a variance being requested from public streets, so from uh, Stardust Lane and Carlos Street, as well as the interior side setback, um, so adjacent to that single-family residence.
0: And that request is to reduce that space to how, how far?
4: The side adjacent to the single family residence? Five feet. Five feet? Yes.
0: Okay. All right. Very good, that's the only question I had. All right, so. um, Let's open the public hearing. Uh, Do we have any speakers this evening on this matter?
1: Thank you, Chair Compton. We do not have any public speakers on this item.
0: Okay then I'll close the public hearing. And with that um, commissioners, I'm bringing it back to us any further discussion or does someone want to make a motion on this Commissioner
3: um, just, just a comment I don't I, given that there's been no input from surrounding neighbors, um, I, I, I think it's an appro- not an inappropriate use of that space to put two, uh, two mobile homes there. So I would uh, I would support it. I'd like to make a motion that we uh, accept the staff recommendation
0: as stated. Very good. We have a motion. Would someone like to second? Commissioner.
6: I would like to second that motion.
0: OK. Commissioner Farley seconds. Further discussion? Seeing none, let's vote. We have a motion and
1: a second to approve staff's recommendation. Uh, you can now enter your vote. Five eyes and the motion carries.
0: Very good. Thank you. All right, let's move on to uh, the second item, project 220098, the Lund Ring residence on Cornwall Lane. Are you ready to go? Uh, yes.
3: Uh, <laughs> J- Chair Comden? Oh, yes, please. I am going to recuse myself from this, this item.
0: Very good. Do we have any ex parte communications to unveil? Okay. So, Commissioner McCarty will step off the dais. All right. Please do.
7: Uh, Good evening, Commissioners. Um, I will be presenting the laundering residents on behalf of Tyler, who could not be here tonight. Um, The... Subject property is located at 1217 Cornwall Lane in the Pierpont Community Area um, within the coastal zone and the FEMA flood zone on a .1 acre single family lot in the R1B zoning. The site is presently occupied by a two story single family residence at the end of the lane adjacent to um, the shore drive right way uh, which makes it into a corner lot next to the beach. The proposed project includes demolishing the existing single-family house um, to clear the site to allow for an entirely new single-family residence at approximately 2,500 square feet, two and a half stories, Um, and the residence would include 1,600-square-foot two-car garage and storage area on the first floor um, with a main living area on the second, as well as an 822-square-foot balcony. Um, the project requires both Coast Development Permit and is requesting two variances. One of the proposed variances is a setback reduction. And per the municipal code, any setback reductions requires approval from the Planning Commission. Um, the alternative variance on the project does not require Planning Commission, but the projects reviewed in its entirety Um, some project history the project was submitted in August 2022 um, and thus scheduled for its first Planning Commission meeting in March um, 2023 at that time we received a letter from the California Coastal Commission um, requesting additional details from staff and the applicant to explore sand excavation grading Um, sensitive habitats coastal areas sea level rise and public access Um, subsequently the applicants submitted a wave run-up study um, that addressed the Coastal Commission's comments um, in August of this year and we have scheduled it for this hearing tonight Um, the project I realize that there's a missing slide. I didn't even get to talk about what the project is. Um, The project's for a two-story single-family residence Um, that apologies. Um, Here are the development standards for the R1B zoning district. The project meets the front yard setback, east side yard setback, rear setback, height, and parking. The other two variances, there are two variances requested for the side yard setback and the lot coverage. Um, The major variance requested is for the corner side yard setback that requires 10 feet from Shore shore Drive right of way. Um, The applicant is proposing six feet. Uh, The additional variance is for lot coverage that the code requires 40% and they are proposing 44%. Um, The first variance on the corner side yard, um, findings can be made to support the variance as it complies and is consistent with the comprehensive plan. It's compatible with the existing scale and character of the development in the area. Um, It's not detrimental to adjacent properties and does not grant a special, special privilege. The second variance for the lot coverage, um, not to exceed 45%, over 40%. 40, 40%. These are typically reviewed at a director's hearing, um, but the lot coverage shows to be consistent with the provisions of the surrounding area. The lot coverage allows for the second floor above the first floor, which is unhabitable space, um, to allow for additional floor area for the home to accommodate um, more living space since the standards um, require the house to be elevated to meet FEMA and sea level rise standards. Here are the floor plans for the residence. As you can see, the first floor is parking and storage, and the main living area is on the second floor. There is a half story on the third floor with a bedroom along with the um, balcony deck. Here are the elevations where the property meets the height and story requirement of the R1B zoning district. Um, given that the project has um, provided additional information on wave runup um, and has um, met the findings for the variance Variance request uh, staff recommends that the Planning Commission approve the Coastal Development Permit and Variance on this for this project. This concludes staff's
6: presentation. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Do we have questions for staff on this item? Yes, Commissioner Farley.
6: Thank you for your presentation. Um, I wondered if you could give a little background on any of the follow up from the Coastal Commission on the additional information they requested. Um, there's general information in the staff report, but if they've found the additional information sufficient or not?
7: Uh, They did, staff had communication and provided the Coastal Commission with the Wave Run-Up Study, along with um, having a conversation with them regarding that information, and um, they did not provide any additional comments to those studies.
0: All right, further questions? Commissioner Abbey.
5: Thank you, Chair Compton. Um, Let's see. Uh, I, first of all I just had a comment um, the last time we had a uh, this area of town Pierpont I suggested that as in it was past practice of staff to provide when variances are requested a map we used to receive um, a map that showed what types of variances were within a certain radius of the area and and we don't Every time we get these, it's not that I'm adverse to granting them, but I think the public and as a planning commission, it would be better if staff actually provided that information. We used to get a little map and it used to say that this property had a star on it and it would say this property had a side setback and this one had a rear setback and lot coverage. And so we had some idea of what was uh, already done in the area. I've been on Planning Commission, this is my second time, and having been on the Planning Commission the first time, it was pretty clear that they were still working off the 1989 comprehensive plan and had not yet updated, you know, had an update since, and hopefully we get a coastal plan update uh, with the current iteration of the general plan. So it's, it's nothing personal to you. I'm just... Asking that the message be sent to staff—that that would be information that would be valuable to have. So that—that's just a comment. Um, let's see. Is there a dark skies provision for for this? We've asked that on various other properties, and I know it would it it would be good at some point if we could suggest a policy consideration to city council, but on this particular project that's what all what we're limited to is there a dark skies provision
7: No there's not
5: Okay is that we've we've asked that on other properties and it's really not much of a change from what's actually there but it, that'll be something I'll be asking the applicant if if they're amenable to as well
7: Right dark skies is not a code requirement therefore we do not um, include that in our review or analysis or our conditions of approval. Um, Planning commission can suggest and condition it accordingly, but until there is a greater effort to make dark skies a, um, either an ordinance or a policy, it won't be necessarily included in, in our reviews.
5: Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good. Any other questions? Is that a Yes. All right, very good. Um, In keeping with uh, Commissioner Abbey's uh, question, you said uh, this is in keeping with the provisions of the surrounding area. Can you explain what that means (laughs) without the map that Commissioner Abbey had? suggested.
7: (laughs) Correct. Uh, Staff does that research um, to analyze the surrounding areas. Um, I think everyone knows up here that there are a lot of variances within the lanes, and this has been a discussion um, for many years. I think it began I'm going to take a stab at 10, 15 years ago, um, doing a variance study to um, really get an understanding of what is existing out there and what's been approved so when we say that it's consistent i'd say it's consistent with all the properties that are either non-conforming or have received variances Um, there isn't nothing there isn't anything proposed on this project that would um, that would be extraordinarily different than what does exist okay
0: WE RECEIVED A LETTER uh, EARLIER TODAY uh, THAT um, uh, con- CONCERNED ABOUT BLOCKING VIEWS OF EXISTING HOMES. Uh, ARE THERE ANY VIEW ORDINANCES IN THE CITY, WHETHER IT BE IN THE LANES OR ON THE HILLS, THAT WE SHOULD BE AWARE OF?
7: Uh, NO, WE DO NOT HAVE ANY FOR PRIVATE PROPERTY PROTECTION OF VIEWS. Um, with. With development within our existing zoning, um, the only provisions that do exist are with the Thomas fire ordinance um, for rebuilds. Um, outside of that, the lanes for private properties do not have to adhere to um, adjacent neighbor's views.
0: Okay. Can you show us on the map uh, the variance that is being requested on the, uh, the distance from the lot line?
7: Um, so line. the site plan here um, I outlined it the housing in a green neon green color um, the required setback that um, at the bottom of the page would be 10 10 feet and they're proposing six
0: and that's the beach side
7: that's correct okay
0: all right very good Further the questions okay hearing none um, I'm going to open the public meeting. Mr. Clerk, do we have speakers tonight?
1: Thank you, Chair. We have not received any public comments on this item. All right.
7: We do have the property owner and the applicant here if they'd like to speak.
0: Okay. Would you like to speak at this time?
8: Hello. I'm Mark Shelnut, architect for this project. I can't see. Um, this is a pretty typical two-and-a-half story pure pot home um, except that it's in the has FEMA regulations, which require it to have caissons and uh, The flood level is at 18 feet at sea level in relation to the street The street is at ten and a half. So it's roughly nine feet Um You put the site plan back on. Um, As was said by staff, the first floor cannot be used for living space. They'll allow you a small area to get into the house and go upstairs. Um, So currently our first floor area is 214 square feet uh, for a total living area of 2554. Um, Because the first floor can't be used for living space, there's almost 900 square feet of space that we lost to living space because we can't use it for that. Um, This is part of the reasoning behind getting a small uh, variance for some additional lot coverage to make up for that lost space. Um, The additional 4.6% additional lot coverage makes up for 188 square feet, so it's pretty much another one more room. Um, the side yard setback variance is 10 feet because it was the whole area was designed to have a street on the ocean side, which was never put in. So, that extra 10 feet is space for a car to be able to see around the corner for any more traffic coming. That doesn't occur, and it's most likely never going to occur. Um, uh, so we're requesting, well, the, the lot size is the same size width-wise as every other lot down there, and the required setbacks for those is 10% on both sides. So 10% would be a four-foot setback on the ocean side, but we went to 10. Um, if you, can you put the site plan back up for me? Okay. Okay. These, you can't really see it, it disappears. Um, Just below that green line that shows the outline of the new project, there were some squares with a dash line around it. That's where the current setback is to the house, which at the, yes, those. So the actual setback for the existing deck that's there is a little over two feet at the tightest part. So you can see we're going further away from even where that was. Um, we were actually 17 feet back from the rear property line when we could be 10, or I mean, sorry, 15 feet. Um, by going out towards the ocean, which doesn't block really anybody's view, we lessen the actual width that would block someone's view uh, by making that sm- a smaller dimension in that direction. Um, that question you had about mapping the variances i actually did that um i did the i walked the whole beach and measured the setbacks it was kind of like walking in sand uh, so i have every oceanfront lot and i measured to the house and we i only have records on about 12 of them because i was involved in 12 of the ocean fronts down there but the rest, it was kind of an educated guess of where it was. And I'd say probably 80% of the ocean fronts have a variance of that side also. Um, so it's not really unusual. Um, I guess that's pretty much my presentation. Do you have any questions?
0: Commissioner's questions? Commissioner Abbey.
5: Good evening. Hello. Um, the uh, applicant had... the. Uh, in, in the applicant letter, it said there was a concern about sand. Does that is that a part of your application, the concern the movable, about yeah, sand we, removal? Well, we have
8: to re- remove a certain amount of sand uh, to actually excavate and and drill the piles. So there is a certain amount of removal that's going to be done, but it's not... If you hear from my last one, it was a massive amount of sand, but this is not that much. We requested to actually just relocate it onto the beach or somewhere close by, but we were told we couldn't do that. So right now it's going to some other location, which hasn't been really designated yet.
5: Okay. Thank you.
8: Other questions? Uh, I have a
0: question. I... uh, I tried to get through the uh, so, uh, the wave run-up study. Yes, I don't have a PhD in this stuff, so it's a little odd. Uh, but uh, it, the the estimated life uh, of a beachfront home is 75 years, they say. And, That's what
8: it says in there. Yes. And
0: during that time, it, there is the potential for water to inundate the the uh, lot, uh, the first floor has those breakaway panels? Is that yes. the construction Yes,
8: it has technology? breakaway panels. And if you look at the elevations, there's little small vents that are running all the way around the outside. Those are vents for flood. So when, if it actually doesn't really break the panels, it just raises the water level up. And then when it goes back down, the water trapped inside the house, those vents actually float and they come up and they open when, there's, when it's full of water and the water can drain back out of the house.
0: I see, okay.
5: Any other questions for the applicant?
0: Yes, Commissioner Abbey.
5: Yeah, one last question. Um, so, condition number twenty-two talks about lighting being designed to confine the light within the site boundaries and to provide safety and security. Um, are, would you be, uh, would the applicant be uh, against changing that to dark sky compliant?
8: I'm sure we can discuss that because um, by the building code you have to have an outside light outside every exterior door, so there will be lights there. It's just the type of light most likely the dark skies they all point down, which I don't really think is really an issue. Is that what you're...
5: So you're you're saying if if we were to condition it to be dark sky compliant, you would not have an objection?
8: I don't know if they're familiar with dark skies. I could discuss it with them
5: really quick if you'd like. Yeah, that would be good.
8: They're kind of undecided at this point. um, I know for the reasoning behind, because they're saying that the house three doors down has light shining on the waves and all that, and they're not gonna do that, but... um, That's something you you, you wanna condition upon the approval, or?
5: It's something I'm considering suggesting and, and wanted to know the applicant's reaction. So I, I think we've got the idea of, they're not sure. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I, I understand that the uh, both sides of this coin um, Commissioner Abbey is concerned uh, we would like to have as natural uh, an environment, especially along the coast, even though there are people that have lights shining on the ocean, that's actually not very good for the sea life there. It attracts animals when it shouldn't and uh, disrupts their their normal cycle. On the other hand, security is an issue, et cetera. Uh, I might recommend for your consideration, Commissioner, that we ask them to be sensitive to whatever lighting they put in, maybe not adhere to the dark skies in every way, shape, and form, but at least be sensitive to the fact that um, bright lighting on the beach um, is, is less than ideal.
5: Okay. I, I would be open to that. Okay,
0: very good. All right, thank you for your presentation. All right, I'm gonna close the public hearing. Oh yes, Mr. Lundgren, please.
9: Uh, I was just going to say, I'm Mr. Lundring, so, uh, and, and my wife, and we're the owners. Um, you've gotten letters, from, long letters from me last week, I think, and then uh, the statement yesterday, um, and they're mostly emotional rather than dealing with the, the technical parts, which I don't understand at all. So I uh, just wanted to know, wanted to see if you had received those and if you had any comments or questions of me uh, regarding any of that.
0: Uh, we'll, I, I will address those uh, a little bit, little bit later in the hearing, but yes, I believe we all okay. received your two letters.
9: Yeah, and I, I think that a lot of things happened during the last couple of years that you would not have seen because you see what comes in a final form to you to make a decision. And there were lots of things that I thought you ought to be aware of. And I know from comments that have been made to us from Mark and others uh, not to say anything. Um, And but my wife and I are in our 80s now. We know that we aren't going to see we've given up on seeing the project completed. However, we are because of how long all this takes. However, we are still very interested in seeing it uh, as a legacy for our kids and grandkids. So we're still interested in seeing it move forward. We just know that we aren't gonna see it uh, because of... And the sand thing, I mentioned that in both letters, comments, Uh, I heard you ask that question at at a previous meeting and I thought, yeah, he understands the problem, and why don't, why don't you take action, or maybe it's not you that can, um, to, to make it... I mean, we could get a football team in there and have a bucket brigade and take that sand back out to the beach 30 feet from where it came rather than have a diesel truck go to see me, I think is what you said in a previous meeting. So anyway, it seems like there's something reasonable that could be done on, on that issue. Thanks for listening. Thank you, sir.
0: All right. Any other speakers? Real quick response to the, the comment.
10: Please. That, um, comment, uh, I just, I'm wondering if you you are. Yeah. Eric Lundring, son of Big Karsty. Uh, <laughs> uh, my question is for the neighbor can she see? or they see where the current setback is, because they actually probably are going to have more view. With, I mean, it's, the deck goes to two and a half feet now, and we're requesting a six-foot variant, so it's going to be back further from the ocean. So her, her issue was with potential view, but I don't think that's an issue at all. So anyway, that was my comment. And I don't know if she you can see that from thank you, you know, the public stuff. So I don't know why I say she, they, whoever it is.
0: Very good, thank you. Anyone else? Okay, very good. With that, I'm gonna close the public hearing. Bring it back to the commission, Commissioner Abbey.
5: Um, I had a couple of questions, one for the assistant city attorney and uh, one for planning staff. I'll ask the staff question first. Um, did we receive any letters? I don't remember seeing any public comment other than the applicant himself write letters. Did anyone else submit We comment? did
0: receive one letter today at 5.30. 5.30.
5: Sorry. Chair, I didn't see that one. Chair Comden, would you be able to convey the gist of that? uh?
0: Uh, It was a a longstanding resident. Uh, Five houses in was concerned about the view uh, and the blocking of the view and uh, hoped that there would be some consideration made for, um, what was the term used, legacy residents there. That's why I specifically asked earlier of staff if there were any view protection laws
5: right Um, there are not okay and then my question is for the assistant uh, city attorney Um, we did have an issue uh, with sand before and it seemed like there wasn't anything that the Planning Commission could there wasn't much the Planning Commission could do about that Do do you recall that discussion and what came of that
1: Um, Good evening, and thank you for the question. Are you referring to uh, the sand removal on the parcel itself or uh, beyond
0: uh, the parcel? To refresh everyone's memory, this is a different project they had to remove. uh, And if you worked on that, you might help um, something like 90 yards. It's over 800. No, it's 800, 800, yeah. 800 (laughs) yards, yeah. And the issue was that uh, according to the Coastal Commission, it has to be transported way off-site in this case I believe East County Simi Valley or something
7: no it, correction no. Well, it's not that it has to be there just isn't a plan to put it within the coastal zone right now oh. so um, the, the sand management there is a beach sand management plan in progress we have not come to any certain agreement as to how to do that however Um, Community Development and Public Works, along with other departments, are currently in that process to take certain measures to handle the sand within the beach area. That other property, um, they had a vacant lot and had to remove the sand. However, because um, there have been issues in the past with Coastal Commission, regarding placement of sand and moving it within the beach areas that haven't been studied or analyzed we didn't we couldn't allow the that property owner to place it within the beach areas whether on any part of the coast within um, the city so that's why it had to be removed and put off-site somewhere because we just have no um, uh, approvals in place that would allow that. Right now, um, but it is in process.
1: Okay. And if I if I could just add, I would encourage uh, the commission not to have an extensive discussion about the um, sand management plan because it it's likely that it will come to you at some point. Um, so I would just focus on the issue of sand removal on this particular parcel. Thank you.
0: Um, but just to to take this one step further, I too am a little frustrated um, because I hear things are coming. At a minimum i would like for us as a body to communicate that we have an interest in this being expedited so that uh that agreement and again that has to be approved by the coastal commission so um, the city staff can discuss it amongst themselves but until coastal commission approves it nothing will happen
7: correct what i'd like
0: to see happen is for us to communicate to staff whatever in whatever form we'd like to see this expedited so that this isn't a continuum of inaction or what have you and and to that point uh, mr lungring um, i too don't know what happens when you put a certain amount of sand in a particular area it's it's complicated and uh, the law of unintended consequences occurs when you put sand in a place it shouldn't be it affect it's that you know feather in the wind does it affect the, the orbit of the earth thing for lack of a better analogy. So, um, we leave it to the scientists to tell us why things need to be done a certain way, and then we ask them to do what is feasible here. To me, it seems like moving sand from point A to point B in a general vicinity isn't a big deal, but. I'm, yeah. I'm, right. But, but we, we come from a point of misunderstanding the whole ecosystem, so. I'll leave it to the experts, but I would like to communicate to staff that we would like to send a memo, if, if uh, the commission agrees, that this uh, is an important item for us because we live in a coastal community and there is a lot of sand movement that is being requested.
7: Understood.
5: Okay, very good. Further questions? So the bottom line then is I'm gathering that's sort of out of our sphere of decision-making at this point in time. Thank you. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah.
0: All right. So um, Commissioner Avery, were you going to make a recommendation on the lighting
5: uh, request here? I'm going to need your help, Chair Comden. Um, I wanted to uh, change condition 22 to be in line with your suggestion. So would you be able to articulate Uh, how you phrase that? Um,
0: To be uh, lights, uh, when installing lighting, to be sensitive to adhere as much as possible to a dark skies concept while maybe not meeting every facet of it. Um, Be sensitive to um, minimizing your lighting on the beach um, and into the sky.
5: No, that, that's 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 very good wording and does staff have that? Do you have what you need to move forward with that condition? Yes, that sounds good to me. All right.
0: Very good. With that, would you like to make a motion?
5: I'd like to move um, agenda item three. Um, laundering residence cultural development permit and variance located at 1217 Cornwall Lane with the um, modification to condition 22 as just stated. All right, very good. We have a motion. Do we have a second?
2: A we'll second. All right,
5: further
0: discussion? All right, let's vote, please. Thank you, Chair.
1: Uh, due to Commissioner McCarty recusing himself, we'll take a roll call vote. Uh, Commissioner Abbey? Yes. Commissioner Busa, yes. Commissioner Farley, yes. And Chair Comden, yes. Four eyes and the motion carries.
0: Very good. And uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lundring, I I want to acknowledge your letters and your concerns. Um, we heard them. Um, it's it is a frustrating process. Uh, many many times I've heard this before, and staff does a great many things. I want to defend them in so far as having a lot of balls to juggle. Uh, I know you've been working on this particular project and had uh, expectations that were reasonable and I'm sorry they were not met. Um, And I wish to vociferously um, disagree with you, sir. I hope and I feel very positive that you and your wife will enjoy the ribbon cutting at this new house and be able to spend many happy days there with your family. So we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. All right. All right. Now we move on to Project 220180. Uh, 365 v. Santa Clara Design Review. Staff, uh, do you have a comment on this item?
7: A staff request to continue the item um, to allow for the water and sewer studies to be completed. Um, So we would like to have the commission um, continue it to a date uncertain.
0: Okay, very good. Commissioners, any problem with that request? Okay, very good. That will be continued. Do we we vote on that? Uh, Yes. Okay, very good. So, um, uh, would someone like to uh, provide a motion for that? Commissioner? I would motion that
6: we um, continue item four to a date uncertain recommended by staff.
0: Do we have a second? I'll second. First and second, let us vote.
1: Thank you, Chair. You can now enter your vote. Five eyes to approve staff's recommendation to move the item to a date insert. Very good,
0: thank you. Let's move to staff communication.
7: No communications.
0: Very good. Miles, anything from your side of the table? All right, very good. Commissioners, any communication you'd like to? Yes, Commissioner Abbey.
5: Well, I just wanna acknowledge I watched the City Council meeting on the general plan land use, and I was glad to see that. They have essentially completed their task. It uh, looks like there might be one item on the west side, area three, that they want more information on uh, and may discuss in the future. But uh, I'm, I'm glad to see, just just as we, as the planning commission, saw that it takes more than one meeting to actually understand and process all that information and give the public adequate time to speak to and provide feedback. So I'm glad in the end that, that that's what took place. So I was glad to see that.
0: Very good. I too am pleased that that, that has gone through the, the system, if you will. Now let's put it to use um, because plans are meant to be used and should be a guidepost for proper planning in the future. Any other, yes? Commissioner
2: Just to piggyback on that and for our listener out there, um, you know, this the process that was approved was to now actually go through the review and the studies to see if what went through is what we actually want to recommend. I think there was a lot of dialogue and narrative out there that was misinforming folks who thought that this was their last time, that what we were setting in place was actually going to be the land use designations, and that is not the case. It is what we are proposing to now be further studied to then come back to determine if those land use designations should be be put in place. So there will still be a whole other round of this. We will hopefully all get to see this again come back through uh, as planning commissioner, but I just wanted to make that clarification and ask as commissioners that we continue to help educate um, our our citizens uh, of, of what is happening and to reduce any fears that... Uh, may unnecessarily be put out there so just
0: very good point point. Um, and part of this process is to allow the community to learn understand ask questions and give feedback on the process so that it becomes a better process and with a better outcome all right any other comments yes Commission Farley
6: Um, I wanted to share something that I was able to participate in last week, um, the Home Conference, which is put on by a local organization that advocates for housing and trying to find ways to make it easier to build, cheaper to build, and more accessible to our general community throughout the whole county. Um, I'm on the board, and this year it was attended by such a large group that we had basically standing room only in the room. Um, And it was exciting to me to see such different varying opinions that we're all there with the same point of opinion of improving housing. But coming from different perspectives we had developers city staff um, owners of small properties and they didn't always agree and coming together and talk about these issues and often we see it at the very end and talking to these folks about what we should do next and so to me i found it very um, forward thinking and seeing these folks that were looking at this problem that we've been talking about project by project and seeing that there's a collective group of people in the county that are looking at a positive way of moving things forward so I'd invite you all to attend in the future, and I'll share that with you um, because it is really a kind of like positive move forward and looking at how we can improve the situation throughout the county.
0: That's great. Thank you for attending mm-hmm. and sharing. All right. Any other comments? Very good. I declare this meeting adjourned. Thank you.